So good good day guys and welcome to another episode of um Can Football Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about two major important topics in football. The first thing we're going to be talking about is nostalgia football and uh, its effect on us. Like the nostalgia of football effect on us judging um players today. Like how does it affect and judging those players then? You know, sometimes some things look better than they seem when you think about them. Then the second one we talk about is one that made me eat my words in my last podcast. I called them Sapa United. I mean, Sapa Luna. But they have surprised all these windows. So we're going to talk about the finances of Barcelona. How they will to afford the players they are trying to sign now and etc. So today I have three guests with me. I have... um. John Oluwa Shegun Victor. John Oluwa Shegun Victor is with me. John, say hi to your fans. Uh, John, your fans are waiting for you. Hello. John Oluwa Shegun Victor. You can come with the bad John. Um, I'm a Manchester United fan and I hope this is very, very fun for everybody. Thank you. Okay. That's John Oluwa Shegun Victor's voice. The other person we have is... Mixed Wetan, also known as Oyuma King Wetan. Any of you want to call his name? Yuma, see it's your fans. Good day, everyone. Panel of judges, a great time to story. Really? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope you pass some valuable information in this question and then um, try and he bumps from fourth and then uh, uh, wrong notion in football generally. Okay, your man, we're not debating, we're not fighting yet, but then yeah. So, um, <laughs> and our third and final guest is none other than the one and only Pogba of Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be in the Pogba. Express boy precious Okulu Yusuf. So precious here to your fan. Hello everybody. My name is Precious, aka for Pogba, Express Boy. Anything you want to call me. <laughs> I'm a Manchester yeah. United fan sometimes. And I hope that we can get some some right some wrong notions right from this podcast. As a dedicated uh, Manchester United fan, I take offense, but I understand where we are coming from. Be the off and on, off and on man you fan. That is support <laughs> between clubs. So um so today most of us here already know our topic. We're going to be talking about we'll start off first with none other than nostalgia is effect on football. And before we go into the main thing, I went online and I Google the meaning of nostalgia. I never knew it was so complex. The definition, but not such a complex definition in my life. So let me just define it according to Merriam-Webster dictionary. So nostalgia is a wistful or excessive sentimental yearning for return to or something of past period or irrecoverable condition. Also know that involves evokes nostalgia. So that's a very complex definition as we can hear. So, but um, we basically know nostalgia as like things of the past that you think of that you know they make you happy when you think about it. Mostly, they're mostly positive things, and when you think of them, they tend to be a lot better than they seem to be. 
because sometimes it might as well be something really average. But when you think about it, you'll be like, ah, this thing was mad and all those kind of stuff. So I want to discuss on these old players now. What do you I'm starting with um let me reverse starting from experience point. What do you think about nostalgia and um today's football? Like how do we what do you think Australia has an effect in judging past footballers like let's say 2010 and beyond like backwards then present footballers that we have now what do you think is effect is on judging those players most of them are having comparisons between them what do you think is effect has on that i feel like the truth is most of our judgment is sentimental and why i say this is because most of the people making judgments about this past football have just seen probably just one clip just one one clip or they have even heard stories and these stories are told by people who also have don't even really have not gone to actually even see these gameplays of these people they are talking about and hyping you see people hyping some things they'll tell you how ah, okocha is one that taught ronadio that's what brought this skill in this that Nima is doing now you are saying things that you have heard you are not you don't really like you don't really have the loss it's just it's just emotional it's just sentiment but you know the matter is those players didn't really have a lot to go on they don't understand some things they brought some new skills that we see today that people are just repeating football now is more like how i put it it's more it's it's more like educational just more our learning but then they were it was you said continue it was it was it 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 is it, more like now we are learning football everybody okay you watch clips you learn but those guys actually brought about these skills from maybe they just from their thoughts just like talent pure talent so i i feel like it is the sometimes it's what the high but sometimes it's uh, our judgment is basically sentimental just like you now when you go over and watch some series you have watched in the past you tell you like mailing comparing it to game of thrones sometimes when you now look at it, you see that ah the difference is clear but we are hyping those things because it's it's, it's just sentimental during that era it was it was it was a thing so i feel like sometimes it is it is it is it is what the hype and 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 it's our judgments are clouded by sentiment but sometimes Okay, okay. So I'm going to direct the same question to to Yuma. That uh, what do you think are those effects also? What do you think they are on um, present day football? Nostalgia of past footballs that we have seen, football matches we've seen, and footballers. No. Um, so firstly, is this thing is this thing about you know as a football club, you have phases. You have your successful phase. You have your um, period where things are not going so good for you. So, when you acquire players in that period and then the player comes up and then seemingly it, it seems like this player has turned the fortunes of the club, you now be like, ah, this guy is not the best player we don't play for this club. This guy is the best that, that this club has ever seen. You understand? So, is because of the fact that ah
you have heard stories and then you want to form that because quite 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 frankly some people just want to be football team in so they will be like uh, what this guy you are this guy you don't know when they start watching football just like see their head or maybe one highlight one documentary they are watching just based their opinion based on just that documentary or the story players that are playing now players that are playing now we just uh yeah forget about what people have done in the past and then just ah because they are doing it now we forget about what people have actually done in the past and just be like ah this one better pass down that kind of thing so that's just in my opinion those are the things that Okay, okay. Um, Yoma, we lost you at some parts there. I think the network was a bit shaky, but we did get uh, what you were saying. So it seems like you are both for and against in um, the topic of nostalgia <clears throat> that people should not give, uh, just um, give anybody and just see two clips and just can see how much guys fantastic player is what the greatest in our club has ever seen and also some other. Since that when we score, sometimes when you watch a football match, you'll be like, "Guy, this guy good. He better pass anybody for anything we don't play for this life." So I feel that is also something I'm reactionary. So we're going to the bad John now. The bad John is going to tell us um, his own thoughts on this issue briefly. Um, my own opinion about nostalgia in football is basically it's it can be seen in two ways. Okay. But I feel the positive outweighs the negative. And I'll explain it to you. Number one, football. See, memories in football are created by good times. Most of the time. And players <clears throat> that have had success in the past, teams that have come out successful in the past have been made up of good players who played very, very good football. Now, it's not a bad thing to judge players based on... The, now, now, what that does is people that witnessed that area or have seen video of our out of deals of that time now judge recent players with based on how those people perform and that's not a bad thing because you are some way somewhat setting the standard for the new players if that's if that if that's very clear to understand now you see even football clubs you see them the dresses they use sometimes they try to mimic what they have used in the past when they had a successful year they try to bring it back again and those jerseys sell sell out because people are people want to have that feeling that they want what they felt when they had success back in those days that's how it is and most clubs now 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 you see them you see them signing um um football managers coaches based on what they did in the past club you see them signing club legends whether they are qualified to take the job or not let me let me let me let's be very frank now Let's take Frank Lampard and Polygon and Social as examples here. If you look at Lampard's resume, do you think his his resume is, is good enough for him to be the manager of Chelsea Football Club? No. But because of the times, the memories he created in the club, 
all these are these are like negative these are negative parts of of nostalgia in football but it creates what it gives you a standard at which you judge the players you can judge them that oh you're comparing this guy to to run him to ronaldo ronaldo scores the number of goals at least we are judging them and giving them a very high standard for them to meet at the same vein now in the case where a player is not now performing up to that standard that's where it becomes a negative thing it becomes a negative thing but we should always hold players on account we should give them high standards you are football a football club you are supporting a club you have all rights to want to give a certain standard at which a player must reach and this is my take on You see, JJ is a, is a very disrespected player for me, but does he have stats to back his teams up? I, 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 feel, I feel like he, 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 he brought the disrespect on himself. I feel that's why I, I feel. I, I, I feel also going the clubs you played for too. I think those also play the parts in why he's so disrespected. Exactly. If he played exactly. for bigger exactly. clubs. Let us leave the disrespect something. He's nowhere as skillful as one. But not saying, but the way the master. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You tell me maybe they were in the same hotel or they would they train the same clubs at the other time. No, one thing one thing we can agree, one thing we can agree on is yes, because even he has said in some of his videos, there at least there was one skill. I feel like where the whole thing started from was just one skill that Okosha yeah. showed him. Just one no, and they now see that all his skills that he's now doing it was from Okosha. That kind of that's where what? it just came from. JJ is talented, talented one. I think We can't Hello. hear you. Okay, mentor. Uh, yeah, yeah, he played at PSG. That's that's a non the place at PSG before Ronaldo went to Barcelona. So maybe because you know those jinga things, you know, the feelings were like, wow, I want to be like this guy. This would know he was so bad. But 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 look at but look at look at um Okocha's passing range. Okocha wasn't a good, really good passer. Wasn't a good passer like Ronaldo. Just, I won't say I won't say he wasn't a good passer, but I feel like he didn't try to pass as much safe because he was mostly he skills. Holds, he he skills, skills on he his holds, head. He holds on to the ball too much, chef. Yeah, that, that's so why he be passing. He was, ah, he was talented. Well, I think I don't even remember seeing the highlight of this match he played. It was a charity game that they just played recently. You saw he was dropping yeah. through the defense. I was like, ah, Kevin Okochi. I was so confused. Like, this guy. No, no, no. Let me it was crazy, what, man. What happened in that match was number one. This man, after his career in he started analyzing games. Now, number one, you can't take a footballer away from him. You can't take the talent away from him. Not that he cannot do it, though, but when he was active, his active years, like you want to compare. Wait. So you say he got better after? He's not passing parts. He started passing better mm. after his retirement. Hey. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> this guy. I'm not, you're a bad person. <laughs> no, I think this day, guy. 
you know, footballers have the um, opportunity to go back, watch videos of everything yeah. they've done, and, and actually improve. Those days, everybody just used the idea to play football. Just idea, like ah, idea. So just go to the field, do what you do, and this is. So that's why the news said these people are scoring a lot more goals than those days because everybody can see the mistakes they've made. By the time they go back and play, they can score a lot of goals. But those days, you do the coach rush and tweak some things. And you have to function according to those things. Unless you have time to go back and watch your matches, which I don't think anybody really had time for then. So and now we're going to... We don't, we don't... Okay, I'm I was, just saying that's, I, I, I was just saying that's why I don't blame the kind of high standard we keep for players these days. Because <clears throat> it, it, because even looking at the pay, looking at the time you have to go, the, the clips you can watch, different things, you are, you are supposed to be better. That's... Actually, that's my, that's, that's my but, but if you want to look at it in the same way, right? Like, let's compare tackles mm-hmm. those days and these days. As, yeah. as tackles those days were was done by everybody from the forward, everybody the slide, the this thing, this thing, this thing. But now you now you see some people, some very very old individuals who tell you that they don't tackle again these days. Blah, blah, blah. And the, the truth is, tackling is now more technical. It is, it is more difficult to beat a player now than it was back then. Because of the spaces, the things have just improved in football. It's just I said too much. I, actually, I agree. I agree a lot with that. So it's just things are just a lot more technical. It's not all about physicality. That way, small players now can really play football. So we're going to go into the next um, seg- um parts. Um, we're going to I'm going to ask my guests um what like to mention three players that they feel. That I'm not about three random players, three really good players that they feel that reason why they are hyped so much that they are overhyped because of nostalgia. So I'm going to start with you, John. So, John, you're going to tell me the three players you think are overhyped due to nostalgia because of the way we just remember them is what's making us overhyped. And you can give us just a few facts briefly. Okay, um, first of all, Marcus Rashford. Uh, no, 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 I don't mean... You know, past, past players. I, okay, I mean okay. past players, old, old players, yes. Okay, that's like old players that we feel were overhyped. That are overhyped, like, that you feel are overhyped now because of nostalgia, that maybe they were okay, but they were not that great. Uh, um, I think uh, it's difficult to say. I... Okay, let, 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 me, let me give you more time. To think about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Just... Okay, so uh Mixwetan. Mixwetan, yes. So Mixwetan, give me um three players you feel are overhyped because one of thing you before know. he talks. Please don't what? mention this then if I will start giving you again. Sorry, I can't I know he's going to do that. <laughs> okay, so um Eric Cantona. Ah, Man. Hey, okay, okay. Don't worry, we are ready for him. Continue, continue. Eric Cantona is number one. Um, I think David Beckham. Okay. David Beckham and third person is going to be hard. But let me let me let me talk about the reasons for this one before. So as I'm talking, I maybe I remember the third person. So basically, so, this is Manchester United. For, <laughs> for Cantona, 
I saw um, this thing. I saw a poll where Manchester United fans voted on. Um, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. When Manchester United fans voted on the greatest player that played for them of all time, and I was seeing Cantona getting first, being voted greatest player that played for Manchester United. How? How? Okay, you know, who do you think it should it should have been? At Manchester United, I feel. In the pecking order, you have Rooney, you have Giggs and Coles, even before there's George Best, even before Cantona. Can Cantona I, can came I... at a time where it was my and delicate situation. And then since turned around, credit to him. But when you now see Cantona is um, the greatest Manchester United player of all time, that's just my opinion is crap because if let me just make a comparison to Bruno Fernandes now you see how he turned things around at Manchester United scored goals gave assists in the first half season and in the first full season did the same thing continued the same way was performances the only thing missing there was trophies so if he had brought in trophies that period maybe he would have seen Bruno as and a, a Manchester United all-time great. So I like I, I, like. I liken Cantona's situation to Bruno, just that him was able to bring in trophies. But when you now put him with the likes of Rooney, who won Champions League for United, uh, Giggs, that won numerous trophies, an unfortunate amount of trophies for United. I think that's that's just not that's not just nice. Okay, not, okay, hold on, hold on, on that part. Let me let me um, read something for you. Statistics for Cantona statistics for Manchester United. Cantona played more than it's one game for Man U. Hmm? Then he also mm-hmm. scored eight hundred eighty one. Ah, sorry, eight hundred k. Eighty one goals for Manchester United and has sixty two assists. So in 181 games, he had 143 goal and assist contribution. That's even for an olden days player. That's in fact, that's a very, very, very good start. Because he almost had up to a at least one contribution per match. And I feel maybe why my youth fans even um feel is maybe they put him up there because um, when um, Ferguson came into my, he was trying to build a team um, to you know to start winning and all. And people they credit Cantona for the um, I think the behavioral change of my players, the way his um, ego, all those like the way he just like boosted all those things. Plus also his performances, and I think also in football, one thing that always sticks in memory: players can score as many goals as possible, but those important moments. That's why it is. In normal day, only gonna social don't want that anybody's meant to remember. But that goal is scored yeah, in Champions League yeah. to win it. In normal day, nobody's meant to remember who Ole is. In my fundamental to remember who But that goal is scored in 1999 Champions League final. It's what has put his name all over the map for every Man U fan. So as I would say, as I sign up to become a Man U fan, they'll just tell you, 
only 99 or something like that. So I just feel that's one of the reasons. So um, you might I need to go on to your second place. That's my that's what I'm I think. Time you have your time very soon. Sorry about that. But let you talk about it then now. Was but I think I understand this point because Rooney is one that also is statistics. My is go scorer. I had those crying the prem. has all the trophies to back up and everything. And you had the fine career, mind you, probably better than Cantona in general. So um, let me just hear about why you feel it was Zizu. Zizu is overrated. I, 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 I haven't mentioned the day yet. I haven't mentioned the day yet. Let me. So I, 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 second, second person was Beckham. Beckham. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, mistake. Because um, special that says this. So Beckham, okay, Beckham. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's hear about Beckham, please. Yeah, That's the very Beckham, Beckham was uh, was oh, like all these um, flashy, 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 flashy. He was just honestly speaking, he was just an overhyped uh, JWP. Honestly speaking, because. Yeah, let's look at Beckham's career. He started at um, United, part of the golden generation. Oh, he, he didn't really do much even in that period. But yeah, he was part of them. He was part of them. And now going on, he went to Madrid and filled. Filled there. Yeah. And every other club he went to after that was a failure. He was, he was below par. As far as I'm concerned, uh, oh, at wait, Madrid, wait. You have a yeah. The, uh, the question is that when you say he's below par, that means there's um, an admittance that he was he had a, a standard before. Do you get yeah. my question? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, that means performing well before or something like that. Okay. Yes, he was a decent player. He was had a lot of potential at United. Yeah. He won a lot of trophies. At least he tried. He was decent. He was not he was not the key name. He was not the key person in the squad. But he was a very decent um, um member of the squad. And then he drew interest from others from another team. He went there and then Turned to because he became he was part of the Galacticos Madrid time, and then he was he didn't do much for 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 they signed him for a very huge amount of money at that time, and then he didn't do as much he didn't do in anything in fact like I would say that because it was not really a successful season for a, a successful period for Madrid haven't signed him you understand and he didn't win any Champions League. So many other things. What Beckham contributed to Madrid that period was Jesse Fields, and that that is frankly <laughs> what Beckham, if I'm to sum up his career, <laughs> this is a joke, but if I sum up his career, is just somebody that boosts Jesse Fields like that. Mm-hmm. He was this um, fashionista type of player. So the fantastic free kick taker he was good at dead ball situations. But the hype, I don't, I don't see. So you are saying Beckham is a, is a Pogba? Yes. 
the Pokuba just yes. just had Eliard being popular. It was, was, was fantastic. Okay. Do you like him for Pokuba? For England, it was fantastic. He captained them. He tried at least. He tried their best. And you know, went somewhere. It was not enough for them a bit. But for club, it was just babu. Coupled with the fact that it was, you know, it was um, how I put it now. This kind of person you can just put as face of the club on the actual pitch. In the starting lineup. Okay. I okay. So comments, bro. I'm just trying to. Actually, I support. I support you. I don't think you are harsh. When I heard James Ward Prowse will, will soon break his record, or he was approaching Beckham's record <laughs> of free kick taking. I now say, wait, Beckham already says he's the god of free kick. And I now want to say, let me go and check how many free kicks this guy has scored because. Me, remember, that's what we talk about stories. People have told stories. So anytime I hear Beckham, I say, I say there's a time Beckham played ball, the thing hit bar, they had to go and major and saw that the bar was not, was not, <laughs> was not. So all those things now, me, I thought Beckham would be scoring. Anytime Freaky come, ah, it's a goal. Be- Freaky come, it's a goal. To be honest, when you hear, like, about when I see about Beckham today, I thought that, let's see, when he's about to take free kick. All the keepers go one piece for body. They go like, God, this guy, <laughs> that kind of thing now. But he doesn't have much. This in actual fact, he has um, a good number of assists, over two hundred career assists, which is very good for a player. One hundred twenty-seven goals. So if he starts, his average. His average has average stats. But Shago has been trying to, you know, um, mm-hmm. be bottled. I think he has some questions for you, Yuma. So Shago, I'll give you um, space and time to. Ask your question. Make it very brief, please. So my question for you is: Do you believe in one these statements? Once world class, once you achieve the world class status, you are always going to be a world class player. No. Or you are always going to be recognized as a world class player. Well, yeah, recognition, yeah, but once world class is not always world class. Yeah, definitely, they like recognize that what I mean. Now, okay, well. when when Beckham was at Manchester United, he was recognized as a world class player because of his performances, his goals, his assists, his out and out general play. It was that what prompted that what attracted Madrid to um try to get his signature. But then there may be different factors that caused decline, change of league, new teammates, style of play age stuff like that stuff like that so do you think like we're a bit too we're a bit too harsh in our judgments taking him away from one of the greats in england uh, uh there's there's obviously there's room for all those things but when when you hear of baker people like him to be like in madrid Icon, you understand. Yeah. Whereas for Madrid, it was a total failure. You understand. So yeah, I understand. The but, the performances of the United days were now attached to the Nafida. Okay. 
the Madrid icon. You understand? I understand. I understand. So okay. Beckham of Man U is rated perfectly, but Beckham after Man U is rubbish. Yes, but actually, I don't think many, any, not many, any Madrid fan actually rates Beckham. Even remembers that they also remember someone like Roberto Carlos a lot more than even Beckham. I don't think people even think they just think of him as maybe a super signing that we had one time, one good player we just had. But I'm not. You don't really talk to a Madrid fan. You hear them saying. Ah, Beckham, bro, that guy freaking nobody. I don't think he's got. Uh, maybe he did. I don't think. I don't think he's got more freakings for them. Or he was good. Although that, that time was. He scored 13 goals for Madrid. That doesn't want to score free kick. Fantabulous. <laughs> we know now. Yeah. He was trying his best. He was working hard. He was working hard. So um um so yes so next person is I'm going to be experienced precious. So precious, what uh what are your you know top overrated um, players of old. Instead of me to be thinking, I've not been thinking. Imagine. Yeah, okay, I, I feel like I, 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 don't, I don't really have so much, but I thought someone like Roberto Carlos. Uh-huh. You think he's overrated? It's, it's my problem. I will not call him overrated. That's where the problem comes. But I'll, I'll say that sometimes the accolades are more than it also is. I, you know what Roberto Carlos did to us? He brought the idea of this attacking, attacking fullback into football well. Roberto Carlos is just, is just like prime, more than prime Marcelo. When I went to watch defensive stats of Roberto Carlos, hey, he wasn't as good as a left back, a standard left defensive left back should be. But when Roberto Carlos crossed that midfield line, he becomes a god. And everybody, everybody felt like he was the perfect left back. If you like, bring defense, he kill you bring and when they talk about uh, defense of the Brazilian it covers everybody where are all these are Cafu and they are these teams where, where even the ones actually doing most of the defensive defensive work so I feel like for that part maybe I can I can say he's defensively he was overhyped but attacking Robert Carlos was 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 world class okay I think also I also feel that um once Robert Carlos is known for is his shot. Mm-hmm. So I can if as a left back now, I can be a left back mm-hmm. and what people remember is your shot. Be like, yeah. <laughs> for you, all those in free mm-hmm. kick now. You know that is yeah. free kick that he was ah what who he played after the against but that free kick I've seen that video at least one thousand times in my it's life. Against, you, must, you must say France. Against oh. France and hey, see that free kick now I've seen it a, a million times. So it's the shots that people probably remember for me the most but I also feel that the idea of a, a modern like attacking right back I know I feel to me is actually is actually overstated for me like it's not people feel like Marcelo playing it or Arno playing attackingly is something that is revolutionary but recently if you watch um, DSTV very well like recently yeah. during, off, during off season the picture market of players playing of like old teams playing football and I've been seeing the right back as high as the winger dropping yes. crosses doing everything pursuing play so what me I used to imagine was that maybe the other or the four would just sit at the back everybody will sit down there and nobody's moving all those kind of things but actually everybody has actually been going forward for a long time I was like what Italy as people used to have Italian defense I saw that right back 
I thought, I thought it was the winger when I saw the guy. I was like, don't be the left back with this. I'll be right back. With the other. <laughs> I feel like all those things are just overstated now that I say someone is revolutionizing. Most of these things have already been done back then, but maybe people didn't really pay attention to it or they know. And also, really... also success, success rates. I think because they are becoming more successful now. Because yeah, if you look at it, going front, going exactly, you know, what I mean? ah, I'm a right back. How this start like before? Like, I know, I know. Goal, so. I know 13 assists, 15 assists, so all those things. Mm-hmm. I feel, yes, all those I feel, things. I feel, I feel the success rate now is can be actually can be related to how the how the team generally plays because those days when um before a full and fullbacks would just forge forward, like it's just cross and not and lock cross and inshallah. Let's see what will happen <laughs> nowadays. Nowadays, I think it is emphasized by the manager. You have to do this, and there are structures in place to ensure better success rates. You understand positions yes. where some take. You understand there are some places where the, the, the person, the football crossing, is expected to put the ball. You understand? I, I feel it is emphasized now. It tries to overload yes. the, the, the defense of the opponent. So I feel that's why it's having more yeah. success rates now. <coughs> but, Let's move on because of time. Okay, so my Everybody. own. Uh, okay, my. Absolutely. Chelsea. Who is it? Ivanovic. Ivanovic. Calm down. Nobody. I don't think Chelsea fans even remember who Ivanovic is. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. To me, if you are. To maybe access on like drug ban now, and eh, maybe I for some of you, nobody even read. Drug ban are gold now. Drug ban are gold now. Hold on, what? I can't even go to that. See, let me tell you something about drug ban. Tell about drug ban. You think why drug ban is so much of a legend? Because, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, people will remember the important moments. Drug yeah. ban. How many goals did you score for a club for a Chelsea in total now? Lampard had more goals than him. Made, the number of players that have more goals than him than Drogba at Chelsea. But the fact is that 12 finals, 12 goals in 12 finals is not beans. So most times when you are thinking of football and you remember the final, remember that goal with Drogba score. You said me, when I think of Drogba guy, my body they always fits because he always is your anytime what you find, I mean you don't see him scoring, he's always there performing back to back. No, the problem, the problem the is, player. Using stats. Using stats. No, let me tell you something. There's some position you can't use stats for. You can't use stats for midfielders like that. You can't use stats for, uh, let's say, defenders like well, that. Forward, but an attacker, it is goals. There's no other way. It is goals. You have to score goals because that. But, but Joba scored a good number of goals to be a good striker. But... I feel the entire hype around is because of his performances when it mattered. Shabo, you can okay, take on me. Let me let me Now, if you add that, if you factor in his general attitude on the pitch, you know why he's adored by Chelsea fans. Now, Drogba is a player that once he's in the middle, once he's in your box, they just discomfort. He will frustrate the defenders around. Tries to bring other people into play. You feel me? So like, he's 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 adored by Chelsea fans because of his attitude, general enthusiasm towards scoring goals. He has so he's a defensive striker. That's <laughs> 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 
you understand? So it brought, I'm sure most of most of most nowadays you hear people say, I want a striker that can hold up play, that can do this. I think mm-hmm. Drogba was one of the people that that made that did it like, well. come into football. He did it well. He did it well. Like you see him resting on defenders, putting the ball on his chest, trying to turn on the ball. I know you see, you see the way he marks, like it takes a whole lot to bring down Drogba as a defender. If you can compare him to people like David Viana, that one na 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 toilet through, touch and smoke disappear. You feel me? So these are some of the things why I feel Drogba is a legend. If now factor in the goals and performances in, in finals and trophies and all golden boots, those kind of things you just the major play. reason is we only watch important matches and Drogba always performs in important matches. That's just the only because the most only of us turn up, don't, they always turn up. They always turn up exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes, it makes perfect sense. But there's one player that I think is also um this one is not one that is I feel someone that is okay, it's not a nostalgic player like that, but for some recent football fans, people don't really know him because they won't talk about him. And that player is David Villa. Because you just mentioned him now, and I was like, Yes, Villa. Villa was <laughs> for Barcelona for fun, scoring goals. Most of them, Spain's goals at the World Cup that year, the one he scored like more than 50% of the goals. You're just one player. That's how, and I know the funny part about Spain. Let's be fine. Same way, thought beat, tiki taka, goals currently, but they didn't score as much goals as they actually thought at that World Cup that they won. But the thing is, I feel like to me, the key player that I feel backer fans have easily just brushed aside. Maybe. You know, Messi, Messi is to overshadow everybody. That's the fact. He overshadows everybody. That's the thing. So many of the players, very soon, if you think in the next 10, 10 years now, Suarez, probably people will probably not remember Suarez as much again at Barcelona. In the next 10 years, people will probably think of Suarez as the pipe. You probably think of the ending. So probably got starts like when he was not able to score at Champions League away games, that kind of thing. So those starts are very, very, um, those kind of things actually happen. So I don't know how to put it but that way i think so uh, let's back up and what do you think about that don't you think he's also uh, underrated boy so uh villa is is, is so is so underrated um came he came to Barca, scored a decent amount of goals but the, the missing factor is he did not okay yeah he was part of the champions league winning squad so i don't even understand what's the reason for the i don't i don't understand the reason for the for underrating him because he scored he assisted he played in roles where is not accustomed to normally he was forced to adapt to all those rules and he did them fantastically and eh, fantastically well so i don't understand why he's not rated as highly at barcelona and even for spain even spanish the spanish national and eh, spanish guys don't rate him that much so i don't understand it he got, maybe because he doesn't fit into the usual type of striker because he, he wasn't deployed always as a full-fledged nine. Because at the World Cup, there was a Fernando Torres there and then he was still Villa carrying them. 
scoring the goals for Spain. So I think he, he deserves a lot of praise for that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, but you know that Villa is actually Spain's highest goal scorer. That top yes. goal scorer. Nine yes. goals. Second is Raul. Then third, Torres. So I don't know. I don't really understand why. Maybe it's not a player that you can really sell like that. Those are players when you look at them, like if he said this guy, where, where. But Torres, maybe Torres, that's why. Torres is yeah? more marketable than. Torres is more yeah. marketable than. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I feel okay. sh- Messi shadow is another factor again that you have to but consider. Shadow in Spain. That's another. It was, point. It was not shadowed in Spain now. But at least back, I feel understand. But back, Spain is just once in a while World Cup, Euros, but most of his career is used as Baka. You understand? Now, Messi, like Isaac said earlier, you cannot help but but relate the relate stats to a forward, an attacking player. You understand? Now, Messi was also in that attack, and his numbers are crazy. We, we are just outrageous. And now, Actually. now to now to compare striker now you know, say, ah, compared to Messi you know even reach anything you feel me yeah because like, Messi Messi will score 46 goals in a season Villa will score 20 uh-huh, so you understand it so makes you look stupid is it easy to just put him aside and say okay you were good but you know all of that I feel that's what happened fair point okay okay that, that's a that's a fair point fair point from everybody so that rounds up our session on uh nostalgia and its effect on our judging of players so take a short break while we go on into the next session of barcelona and financial research So um, welcome back, guys. So um, we're going to be talking about the next segment now, which is about um, Barcelona and their financial wizardry. How have they been able to pull off what they have been doing now? They've signed Rafinha. He has already won the shirt. I also I thought they would be waiting. He has already won the shirt. He has done keep up with um, Laporta already so quick. Now by the end, they are also completing um, Lewandowski very very soon. Spending, I think, about 45 to 50 million euros on him. That's a lot of money. Rafinha, too, around that range, 60 million euros or so on him. So, I don't know. Back in 1.3 billion euros debt. And everybody is curious how are they able to um, perform this magic? So, to, we have here um, two Barcelona fans. We have um, Mixi Wetan that's also going to um, talk about this. We also have Paul that's going to. Let's give us some more insight on how they will also be brought to them. And yeah, so we'll first start with uh, Mixi Wetan. So, Mixi Wetan, tell us what, uh, what's the magic that is going on that we're not seeing. How you guys going to do this? <clears throat> Mixi Wetan. Can you hear me? Can you hear you? Yeah. Laporta is at the wheel. Done. <laughs> we have the Spotify deal and the economic levers that were voted on and approved. Now, the Spotify deal 
Now rice we collected as payments. We collected money. I believe we can all agree to that. <laughs> and the economic levers, I'll just explain very quickly. Economic levers are We told him that cannot hear him. to the. Oh, oh you might. We couldn't you hear might, you for a while. We couldn't hear you for a while. So we have to like. Um, yes. We have to start over again for the economic levers. I think if you leave the page. Yes. See the good copy chokes, Abby. Tell us the economic levers, Jari. Maybe he maybe wrote it down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Copy <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let Paul go on his but hopefully he doesn't interrupt Paul. So Paul, okay, come and give us okay at connected. So come and give us um what what yeah, we can hear you. So come and give us what um how you guys think. Well. You can hear me, right? Yeah, you can hear you. No, me yeah, still like this uh, former president is sort of like you know. Some... Yeah. He's gone. I don't know whether he's politics or whatever he's in trouble. Like, I thought I going to do a lot of work. Like, this um, this was five days now. He's very busy. Yes. Yes. And then. I don't know, there's a, there's a really large gap with all the um, financial stuff like that. So I think Barcelona had, they had an argument and they had to deliver something. So they signed one and they have to find another one. Now I don't know what the whole argument will be on that, but like all this, even this Lewandowski, Rafinha, all these guys that were signed. You may not like if you find that second lever, you not be able to like, start doing business. Okay. Yeah, so like, I mean, I still like what I've been the whole, the whole business and everything. So that's the way I be, I be. That's why we do so. Yeah, do that. Okay. And people are just. Baka is big and poor. But you see, people have to see it like, we have already made like four times, look at it. Because the remaining were free, like free transfer. Like, it's a. Gavin does need the contract, he needs it. All these guys that we brought, all from the other group, he needs. Your mic breaking. Yeah, I think you're having issues with your mic. Yeah, you're having issues. Your mic is kind of like cracking. It's cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should uh, maybe exactly you know, uh, something. I'm trying to use your normal um, microphone. Can you hear me now? Hey, can you hear you? It's cracking, boy. It's a bit better. 
I was saying that like it's when you look at it, you know, sometimes just like really like three or four players, you mean like I'm fit and fast, but yes, those people are people are shouting and they are saying, but I have been like this before. I don't know if it's jealousy or what. Everyone just have to do one day. I'm not saying yeah, I'm not saying But you have to say Depth, now. You have to address how you plan on paying all the salaries. Because if I'm not taking players, players, is not, players are not leaving your club. More are coming in. And you are in busy. How do you plan on paying these players they are bringing in? <laughs> like I say, what you want back to find out the that second year, I think you're going to spend because now okay, you cannot spend. I cannot register those players that have got this. That's like buying a car and not being able to drive it. They know they are going to sell the players now. They know. That's their plan. Me, I'm sure of it. But which players are now living? You guys have to be happy. Um, you want to out. This is that. Piano, piano, piano. I don't know yeah, it's one of the because we need money to be on now. I might uh, give you a mask and uh, everything. I don't know what to do there. So I think if I told you, I may, collect, may, may, D- may Dion's die on the bench. May he die on the bench. <laughs> and then we, we don't even want him in our club anymore. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody will Okay, okay. Can you ma hear us now? I can hear you now. Okay, okay. So um Paul, you know some you know, so put some light on how they be able to, you know, make those things talking about their economic levers and Spotify. So my you fans will stop listening to Spotify to defund this um backers spending spree. So now let's go on to um Yuma. So Yuma, tell us, tell us how no, you guys are performing this magic here. Okay, so um last year we are um twenty five percent of our TV rights. We have already sold ten for two hundred million confirmed about two weeks ago. Now for twenty five years. For twenty five years, we are yes, going to be paying ten percent. Of this thing to the people we sold it to, so it's like every other club that um, have owners is like selling your club basically. It's like selling your club basically to a foreigner. So now the foreigner is in charge of the entire club. Now we we sold our TV rights because of the financial situation we found ourselves. Now we sold our TV rights to those foreigners. Now we are now sharing profits. We are sharing our TV rights revenue with 
people we have sold it to. So now, I think it's plus the BL. Can hear him again. That Baka Studios and Baka merchandise is going to. We are selling forty nine. So it's going to raise about four seven hundred and fifty or close to eight hundred million for the club. So what? You said you say you are selling. We are selling forty nine percent of the Baka merchandise and Baka okay. Studios. Okay, so and that's bringing how much? That is bringing about um about three hundred million, and then okay. plus the TV rights will which will bring about four fifty. Okay. I've so that we have enough money to offset um debts that are, are around the corner because you know that one point one point three billion that we are owing. If they were already due, they will be holding our neck by now. So that is why we can afford to spend that amount of money, even if we are still owing. 1.3 billion. They are not there. Okay. Can anybody hear me? Like we can hear you. Okay. Hey. That's not human network. Kokulu. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you yeah, now. Can hear you okay. now. Yes, yeah, so continue. Uh, you stop at um, the um, level, economic levels, like how much it was and everything. So you're saying your debts are not due at the moment, so you can proceed from there. Okay. I, I swear. Maybe you might go climb roof now. Which can kind of thing with this? <laughs> I think maybe I'll have to create another link because I don't know what's wrong with this link. Can you hear me? We can okay, hear you. Can hear you. So from where you stopped. Okay. Um where exactly did I stop? I don't know where you guys yeah. stopped hearing me. <laughs> you stopped at where you were talking about the um economic um levers like that your debts are not yet due. That you said okay. so that way to be holding your so, neck. Neck yet, so the debts are not due. So these are long-term debts. Like every other club, we are owing money, but all, only that our own is unfortunate amount, and that amount <laughs> did not rise up to that until they were, they were, they were able to uncover the things that Patimio has been do, has been doing underground. So um, Batimio was able to. Um, Cover all the straps. Anyways, um, back to the main point. So there's the Spotify deal that we signed. They did not give us bag of rice. They gave us money. So all those things coupled together. When we now have the economic level sold and everything concluded, and we have about 700 million to spend. According to Laporta, we are going to use um, um, about 200 million or 250 million of that for equipping the squad to strengthen the squad so that we can compete for trophies 
and then the rest of that to inject in running of the club salaries and all those things and mind you barcelona manchester united and real madrid are still the highest revenue um revenue um highest clubs generate. that generate the most revenue so yes. there's revenue coming in so let's not be that uh, we don't know that the club raises, raises revenue too so all those things coupled together have helped us now to sign these players that we have signed and these players that were assigned most of them have been free you understand uh casey was free christensen was free uh now rafinha we paid money for him 60 million uh that's the only confirmed deal now Lewandowski is soon to to be done and if the second like paul said if the second uh the second part of the tv rights are not sold is due to be done next week so when once that is done we can proceed with other deals you understand now the problem now is registering registering those players there's a salary limit that la liga have a salary limit that la liga have and we have to fulfill it the problem is not paying the players there's money to pay the players but we have to register them within the salary lim- limit of la liga so that's to come in you understand so that's why we are trying to sell sell off the young we're trying to sell off the young because the young earns an unfortunate amount of money about 400k per week and that's the salary that was given to him by the useless um, administration of the past so if we are able to offload frankie the young everything is solved we can register the rest of the players that's with that's if the, the all the levers are eventually sold completely we'll be able to uh we'll be able to register all the players that were signed and even get the kunde and the as the creator and code that you want to sign which i think is is quite daft to me but yeah that is that yeah. which of the signings do you think is that as the or as Liquetta and Alonso. And Alonso. Fantastic player. That's what I'm talking about. Stop that. Stop that. That's a very Batimio thing to do. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay. You are getting it for free. There's no, it's not bad now. They have to sign as Liquetta and Alonso. We are paying. Oh. We are paying for the both of them. Yes, but you can't pay for Liquetta now. 20 million for both of them will do now, combined. So, it's not... How will I buy as Liquetta and Alonso for 30 million? That is... 20, 20, amount of money. Not that bad, no. I think I think you are lacking debt at your right back. So if, I think if, if you good. want to sign as for the quota, we might have just kept Daniel Alves because no. as far as I'm concerned, as both of them are the same thing. Is it not as Piquetta for Chelsea? It doesn't enjoy. As for the is sure to give you at least 30 games a season. That's one. That's good. At least 30 games a season. He's almost, he's always fit. Always but he's not good. That's the most important thing. That's, that's not the question. The question is, will it be available for you? And look at the price. He wants a player that is going to be good and will be available. 
Chelsea is not good. It's not good. You don't read a Why? Did you watch him for Chelsea last season? Chelsea, yeah, he was even fighting with fans. It's not, it's not spectacular. If you are saying that, that means that means you are supposed to complain about Christensen too now. Christensen is a scam signing now. It's because he's free, and he's earning low. Um, low, his wages are low. Oh, well, you believe that the cl- a club can change a player? As if Keta playing in Baka will not be the same class. If Keta playing in Chelsea, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But, you have, but you have to consider his, his potential. As Fulikweta does not have potential, why is nobody talking about Alonso? Alonso, Alonso is Baka to start because this guy is going to be playing as usual. So I don't know. They're not talking about Alonso there now. Abi. Cannot be like, cannot start. Like like yeah, it would just be there. Main does this, so it's not be as if if Abba dies now, nothing will be there to, to replace him. Now that thing about Alonso, but really, I think okay. I, but personally, I think that Baka um, have put themselves in a very precarious situation because the fact is that. I will ask this a question actually, but let me consult it. So the fact is that every team now knows that Baka are getting money from somewhere. That's one thing. Another thing that everybody also knows is that they are going to have issues with the wage bill of La Liga because of their rules of La Liga. Now, everybody, any sane director of football eh, that has eh, would not put themselves under pressure to offload any backup player because they know that yes. if backup offload these players, they cannot be registered. They cannot register the new signings they are bringing in. So don't you think that these um, signings that backup are bringing in before letting anybody go, especially before letting anybody go, eh, might be as a, at disadvantage to their bargaining chips, especially when it comes to selling players now, because anybody can just plan. See, let me take play. I don't want to back and will you apart from maybe the young that you know they need to pay huge money for that they're going to get good money for. But I don't think Baka are going to be able to negotiate that way or demand for much for this player. Because also I think one player I feel mentioned is Bernardo Silva. I think that they've agreed about let's say 80 million or less, or maybe say 70 to 80 million for Bernardo Silva. So all this money now, they're going to be signing players, going to pay their salary. So don't you think this is going to really um be a chokehold on you guys going forward. The transfer window. Can I? Can I? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, yeah. Left to me, left to me. I haven't signed all these economic levers and everything. Now, sign key positions, players that you actually need that you cannot do without. You understand? That's what I would have done. But right now. They are just signing so that they can compete, so that they can compete in the Champions League, so that they can be a very force again in, in the world of football. All those things. So that's how left to me. I would have channeled all those money to actually boosting my chances in offsetting debts and many other things. You understand rather than channeling everything to signing of players well i feel like at the end of the day 
Baka always find their way because um, as at the time we signed Depay, even after losing Messi, we had issues. We still had issues with regist- registering players, and we found a way to work around it. Avo signed um, Ferran Torres to in January. We found our way around it with um, even Abomayang and Co. So we found our way around it. So I know that the club have have been prepared to um, for situations where the young doesn't go. It's not even the amount of players that are, um, the amount of money they are selling these players for now. It is the fact that they have to let these players go so that their wages can leave the wage bill. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So yeah, we do. It's not the money that is needed in in the in the moment. It is that their wages leave the wage bill. So if they are even going to terminate some people's contracts, they might go as far as that. You understand? So he's getting those wages. So yeah, they have put themselves in tight situations because you want to sell Umtiti. I think the club came for Umtiti. He failed medical. The guy failed medical. Ah I mean he's virtually he's virtually stuck at my club right now. Um for Kipuj. I, I don't think anybody will be will want to sign him right now. Maybe a loan. He can't bring 10, 10 million and even his salary is not is not massive. Nothing. The players that are going that are going to go now that are going to really help with the wage whole wage thing is um, Frankie De Jong and Umtiti. Then Depay, if Depay can go, that's another good thing. Braithwaite also, I had Ajax <laughs> interested in Braithwaite. Their coach likes him. <laughs> you know, their coach was um, commands this thing. I, I think Paul is talking, but we can't hear him. Okay, okay. Let your man be done first. Maybe continue. So, okay. So, uh, all those, if they go, I think Braithwaite ends. <laughs> I think Brentford hundred hundred k per week, about hundred k per week. Wow. So if if that leaves the this thing, that that would be a good thing. Uh, Umtiti, I don't know. The, he, he took some ridiculous amount of pay cuts that time, but he still ends high. So if that leaves too, that would be a good thing. But I'm just praying that we can do my go and you know. Falsify Umtiti's medical distance so that he can leave my club because <laughs> it's not going to be fun. You know, that for Frankie De Jong, I don't know the issue. With man, you if you should try and go. <laughs> you should try and go. Cut. See, you know what is vexing me? Man, you case. Everything, everything Isaac has said just now is vexing me right now in my spirit because a same club will not approach Baka and want to pay eighty million naira for De Jong. That is not that's not it's not, not a same club. When you know Bakao have to sell these players. Why why why? But your club is not same. Yes. That's why I say 
Yeah, I know that we are not seeing. But it will be total madness for Manchester United. It will be total madness for Manchester United to go for Frankie De Jong for almost two months without having the assurance that this guy will finally come. Because I don't just see the yeah, point. For, hey, it's okay. We can insult ourselves, but Paul, please don't insult us. <laughs> okay, wait, Paul. Paul, what do you think? Uh, your man said a, a very reasonable uh, point on um, my question on the wage bill and everything. Do you agree with him or you have uh, some something different to say? I'm not going to lie. You see the likes of Brighty, all those great men. It's just good. Okay. It's an opportunity that we will love it because our attack is better, but if Brighty can go, it makes sense. At least space will be there and be able to try and play at least um, the offense is one thing. The guy is really on this European football. The guy they even okay back and they don't want to pay him the baby salary that was only marked stuff like that. I'm very sure uh, if the club like Manchester on for the young, this guy will go. No one can see. But my you they put their service there, I don't know. They are playing European football. Who is there? Pogba has left. Um, many people have left. They don't want to be playing their, uh, I don't know, Antaka. The goat, the goat is still in our club, boy. He has not left. He's <laughs> <laughs> good. He's good now to run. So that doesn't want to be my dad. I bad too. Like, everybody wants to come here. That one is a self-centered fuck yeah. now. He's understandable. He's his agent now. He's his agent. He's not even himself, they are saying. He's his agent. He's him. He's... Let me tell you something. See? Yeah. The truth of the matter is... Kamavenga has to start his agent for him to be at, at Real Madrid today. Your agent cannot choke down your head and say... You but know, we understand the agent. That agent is like is his family member. He's like his family member doing it. So you can't sack him. Yes, that's what I'm saying now. But, but you are, are, are the company. The player is the company. No, yeah, see what what what, oh, no, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that sometimes decisions are influenced by playing. This Europa League that everybody is mentioning, I know it's a very big factor, but last last now we are this back that everybody is running to. They were also useless last season because that's that's the truth. We have all of us were yes, they were useless. That's the truth. No, no, we we all know this thing. No, now we all know this thing. That is an established fact that Madrid just threw to the throw. They threw to the trophy. Gave it for point that gap one, like. Or like they, 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 so all those kind of things. I feel like we are, we are, we are both in our struggling stage. Just like the only difference between Baka and Manu is Champions League, and that Champions League now. Yeah. That's why you want to sell this no, 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 those no, kids no. to have opportunity to compete. Experience, uh, yes. I have yeah, yeah. opinion to that. Manchester United and Baka are both struggling, but our struggles are different. They have financial struggles. We have football struggles. Yeah, and you know. To join a club for all reasons, not funny. financial trouble. Do not join the player as long as you can pay him and he likes the football you are playing, so he will join. That's what I think. Sha. That's why man is having yeah, issues with that. Have you been last week? Last week, yeah. The reason why, the reason why we who went to the because of all the financial situation, we have there. 
were struggling with the fire. By the who, who was in that? Like, so Fatty and Edgy, that was. Excuse me, sir. Those players you just mentioned are wonderful players. That, I don't understand why you are calling them. You are not putting God for high when they are not going yeah, Pedri and was just won an award for what? <laughs> the same season. <laughs> so I don't understand how those are not fantastic players. On a normal scale, like this, it's a squad that has to now be Rashford, Masha, and okay, Masha left. This guy, Greenwood, it's not that Greenwood left to let himself off. And Greenwood left. The only difference, the only difference between Mayu and and Baka was Ronaldo. You can't, you can't, you can't call all those other people that you are calling. You have the same players to match our quality. You are calling people that even worse than some of your players. All of them are worse. All of them now. How can you call? You have (laughs) Billy. You are not using. You have them Billy. You are calling. You want to take call? You are calling Marshall. Whether you are sick to bed. We have dead stop. men. We have dead men. Paul Kuhu was in the team. He was not interested. All, all his mind. Let me just let this finish. Let me go and do documentary. All those guys. That was those are the players that didn't want to be in the club. So our own problem was on the pitch. We had a very very bad manager. We had Ralph Areguesola, politician, came to <laughs> came to coach us. You understand? So exactly. We there was no, there's no excuse for Baka not doing well last season. You guys had to forget the finances. At all. You guys, you guys had to Okay, okay, okay. This we can we can see that uh, the two uh, clubs are you know did uh, they did have their issues. Baka has been a financial one, while Manu is more of a footballing team. Maybe they need to overhaul their structure, but the future might be very bright. Might be bad for man because you know Tayag has come and I've watched man use preseason and it has been pretty pretty decent the way they are playing at least. Let's wait, we'll wait for the real season. But that brings us to the end of today's podcast. So we did um, we spoke about uh, nostalgia and football, like how that affects our judgment of players of old and players of new. And we also spoken about Barcelona's financial wizardry. And I'm very happy to have our guests here. So, uh, our guests, so we had um, Mixiwetan Oyoma, we had the bad John, that's John Lua Shegu Victor, we had Paul, we had experience, precious. So, I'm really happy to have you guys here, and I hope to have you back again. Thank you very much. We'll love to be back. Thanks for having us. Yes, yes. So, do have a good day and goodbye. Right. Can we enter off the camera now? Off the camera <laughs> talk. This is good. Yeah.